KLW Toy Soccer Show. I'm KLW's Greg Wallandini. And I am Toy Soccer Baby Monster Video. And guess what? The Union won! Philadelphia Union won a game, man. To celebrate this moment at this occasion, it's just me and my basically. But uh, we, you know, we break down the game against Red Bull with a uh, 1-3 zip, with a hat-trick from CJ Sapal. Well taken, well taken, and you know, another great performance by Andre Blake, where he's starting to look like he's Andre of, uh, of old. Yeah, no, it looked like last year's Andre, which is a good thing. So, uh, you know, just listen in, and uh, we'll break it all down for you. We get to talk about something we haven't talked about since August. Philadelphia Union win. Oh man, what a game that was! <laughs> yeah, you know, it was it was interesting. Uh, it's it was dull in the first half. Yeah. It's, it didn't seem like there was a lot going on, and then it seemed like New York kind of took the, the 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 better of the play in the the beginning of the second half. Yeah. And I was I was hoping that uh, Jim was going to reach into his bag and maybe make some changes, and then uh, and then they scored. I thought that I thought a couple points. I'm like this this probably is zero zero again. This it, had it felt like it. it felt like it could go zero zero, um, but you know credit to CJ. Yeah, you know, I think you had three really standout performances. You know, from Andre, Andre Blake. He yeah, looks like he he's he looks like Andre Blake again. Yeah, which they're going to need. No, if, there was a, the, if that, they want to get this season back on track. They need him to be Andre Blake. That, that save that he made on uh, Bradley that Wright Phillips. Yeah, tremendous. No, oh, yeah, that's that's, that's 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 the Andre Blake from 2016. Right, right. He's he's pulling these out of his out of his bag. Yeah, uh, I thought Bedoya played one of his best games. I thought so too. He, he, was, he was all over the field, covered the field. Defensively, very good. Got you know helped getting the ball forward. Took out the uh, question was took not out really Cl- completely. Took out question. I thought, yeah. um, and you know, and CJ, CJ getting the tri- hat trick. I got a hat trick. Yeah, it's yeah. In the first goal, I think the first goal was uh, kind of. It was interesting, but it wasn't the kind of goal you think think of when you think CJ Sapong. I mean, you think you know in the box, close to the keeper, you know, heading it in, or just kind of yeah. No, get, that was, it was a shot a, from sixteen <laughs> yards out. It might have been his furthest goal out and, ever that he's had for the at least for any for the, team, at least for the Union for yeah. sure. But you know, he had, had a long run, had just had a head of steam, and just thrashed it onto the net and got a deflection. And that was the that was the kind of game it was. It was finally, and you know. Jim's been talking about, you know, we're not getting the lucky bounces, but finally oh, yeah. they got the lucky bounces. Finally, no, you know, I think you kind of kind of built on on last week too. You know, maybe maybe the team's luck is finally turning around. You know, mm-hmm. you, you remember going back to the Los Angeles game that that shot that hits both posts, yeah. and then Andre just jumps on, um, and that game ends nil nil. And then you get a mistake from uh, was it a Long, the center back, mm-hmm. um, and CJ gets in on goal. Um, and you don't know where that's going. He winds up to take that shot, and it ends up taking that that little deflection off. I think it was Pernell, yeah. and just and gets over Robles' head. And you think to yourself, "Oh man, did everybody need that or what?" Yeah, and it was <laughs> it was just that kind of well. And then you know they pick up the penalty, and you just you just felt like okay, it's falling all it's all falling apart now for New York, and yeah. you're used to seeing that for for Philly, yeah, in this season yeah, where no. just things like. One bad thing happens, and it just kind of snowballs, and they don't have like the wherewithal to to stop it. And it was happening in New York, which was nice to see. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, and I don't want to pass up taking a chance to talk about the second goal, which I thought was yeah. the, the best goal of the lot. You know, I think uh, Fabian gets in a good position on the right side and puts in a really good ball. And mm-hmm. uh, Chris Pontius's role seems to be knocking down balls on the goal line for CJ Sapong to head in from one yard out. 
And if that's the plan and that continues to work, I'm I'm for it. I don't know how sustainable that's going to be for but, for another two thirds of the season. <laughs> but, but hey, if, but hey. If, if that's what's working, um, Kevin Kincaid, our good friend, had a good stat about oh the the headers about yeah, yeah headers one where you know he's not showing up on on he's getting assists he hasn't scored a goal yet but he's basically with the best aerial player right yeah, now I mean in, that's, in the union that's fantastic I. Uh, in the league, I it's, mean, it's, it's, a, it's it's an interesting stat, you it know. Is. I, you know, and I think you know Chris could be pleased with that, and the union will be pleased with that. Uh, I don't know if that's exactly what they're asking of him I while playing out of the wing. Be, I mean, it's certainly a portion of it. It would be great if he could get into the goals a bit. Yeah, I think they really need that. They need somebody else I think, to score. I think, I just, and he needs, I think he needs just a tweak his service a little bit too you know i don't know if he's if it's rushing or if it's mm-hmm. just it's not coming easy but uh, there's a couple of passes that i I'd just like to see him make well, but he's, the, the he's, knockdown he's probably, headers though are perfect yeah i mean he's probably pressing a little bit just yeah, because he hasn't so. gotten a goal so he, he's you know you, you see a guy that might in that situation starts pressing a little bit and wants to try to he's a little over eager to make something happen so that's possible um but yeah I, I thought it was and i said it in the post game video it was a complete game in the sense they saw a game from beginning to end were able to get the result they wanted. That it was a complete game in that sense. It wasn't a complete game and I it's you know, they got three points, so I guess it's academic. But it wasn't a complete game, I thought tactically. I didn't think they had like the most coherent of game plans. But no. I think they they went out there and they, they executed and they got and they got a win. So it's it's tough to argue. Yeah, no, it is. Uh, you know, I think they're a little bit beneficial of New York having played mm-hmm. uh, midweek, um, which which really, yeah, yeah, I think affected. affected they that had, a they bit. looked like they they were a little leggy in the second half. Um, you know, I thought that they had the Red Bulls had a, a nice little spell of pressure right after halftime, um, and then mm-hmm. that that goal just completely changed. Yeah, things. which was nice. Yeah, <laughs> Again, it was yeah, nice no, to it's, it's good, see, good see a momentum shifter like that. Yeah, um, yeah, it was you know it was three points. It was three points at oh, home. Man. Which you know the the crowds are dwindling a bit down at Talon, and uh, Coach Curtin even made mention of that in the in yeah. the press conference. He goes, "Hey, you know, we're, we're trying to come back you know, yeah. to the fans." And and he, well, it's gonna, he, it's he sounded, take he more than angry. more than one win, but yeah, he's he sounded kind of understanding. Um, just the last couple of weeks, the attendance hasn't been quite there, and they have a Wednesday night game coming up, and those are. You know, maybe you get a different crowd in there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you get got maybe some people that don't get an opportunity to go down on a weekend, get, you know, kind of bust out of work a little early and go down there. And so it's a different, little different situation with that. Um, yeah, but it's three points. And, you know, you, you see they could put a string of results together just looking at the teams ahead of them now. Yeah, you got you to think that the, the schedule coming up is pretty favorable. You know, a trip to D.C., which, again, is not, not the, the toughest place to go. Mm-hmm. Um, you'd like to see them try to get a result down there if it's if it's just one point. Even. Last union game in RFK. Last union. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I mean, I'm. I'm ecstatic that DC is getting a stadium. DC, I'm, I'm looking. For, they, they they they've they've needed it. Their fans are fantastic. I, I like, mean, they I, were. I, I, DC was kind of the class of the first half of MLS. Yeah, you know, they 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 really kind of owned the league for a while. Yeah, and, no, and I think them and the the Revolution have kind of yeah. lagged behind. And it's a sh- it's a shame, especially for DC. You know, we're not DC fans, obviously, but I mean, for the good of the league, see the, the that team kind of get left behind by. Yeah. You know what's going on in Seattle and Portland mm-hmm. and, and places like that, and to think like 
this was the team that you know won won a lot of the cups early on and had some of the better pl- best players in MLS early on and played some of the best soccer early on and see them kind of get left behind in that sense. It's uh, it's not great, and I think the league would be. I think you know. I think the league knows like a vital DC is yeah. good for the league because it's one of the bigger markets. You know, one of the big East Coast markets has natural rivalries with with Philly and, and the New York teams and, and all that. So, yeah, but that I'm I've been to RFK and I'm I'm I'll be, <laughs> yeah. be well, glad to see it go. It's it's just you know the city doesn't really care about the stadium and the team doesn't really care yeah. about the stadium and you can tell. Yeah, <laughs> you can tell they're just like everybody's just kind of waiting for that all the end and. Yeah. Everybody can move on. No, but I, you know, I, you know, going back to the schedule, I, I think that there, there is a chance to put together a string of results again. Mm-hmm. You know, this is something that we talked about in front of the three-game homestead where it didn't really work out, and I, I think, you know, going going by where we are in the season and and the union only being on uh, seven points, you know, this is this is mm-hmm. another stretch of games where you have to pick up a bunch of points. Yeah, I mean. I think that the game to DC is is what it is. You know, you'd love to go down there and at least nick a point. You know, DC is there for the taking though. They're 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 not a, an elite team in this no, league right, right now. And, you know, um, they they lost last week, right? One 0 Yeah, and uh, you know they they have our old friend down there, Sebastian Latou, who's yeah, who's starting to score some goals. Yeah, and so you know he, you know he'd like get one in the net yeah, against Philly, was. but. Um, and then you look at the two games after that too, though, and you you got to think those are both winnable games too. Mm-hmm. You have Colorado coming in here on the Wednesday night. Right, Colorado's at, just abject. They're you, looking you, like the worst team. They're not a good team, and then they don't they look don't like they're getting any better. They don't yeah, score. They don't score. You got to think that's kind of you know flying in on a midweek. That's kind of laying heavy on them. Yeah, flying across country. Um, and then, yeah. yeah, you know, I, I definitely that's that's got to be three points. I mean, if, you're, if yeah. you're looking at salvaging anything out of the season and maybe going on a little mm-hmm. run, you can't drop points to Colorado at home. I think you'll lose any of the fans that have come back. No, you after, can't. After you that can't. win. You got, that's, that's the kind of and – and I've been saying this, and I don't think they're quite good enough to do it, but if ever there's a game where you can, where you can just go out there and impose yourself on the team, yeah. that Colorado game is probably oh, it. Because they're not that good, and you got to think the confidence is kind of low. And, and the, so you get a result in DC, so that's like you're unbeaten all of a sudden now in what three, four games. Yeah, and so your 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 confidence is going up a little bit. That's a game you should go out there and just line up and just pound them. Yeah, no, I think so. You know, I think you know going going to DC this weekend, they have to have a good performance. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's the most important thing. You you could even go to I don't want to say it. You could go to DC and, and not get any points if you play really well. And and still feel like you're building towards something. Of course, you want something yeah. out of the game, and and I do think there is something there. But you know, going back to what you're saying against Colorado, I still think this Union team needs a game like that. You know, the mm-hmm. the three win, three zero win against Red Bulls is nice. Um, but you know, I don't think it. We would any of us would say it was a game where they they really dominated and no, imposed no. themselves. Um, and we we haven't seen the union impose themselves on anybody yet. No, this year. You, you haven't, and it, it's. Uh, I mean, maybe for a half hour against Montreal. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, a little bit against Montreal, maybe a little bit against Toronto, but you really haven't. And I don't know. That's kind of, and I said that again in the in the post game video. That's kind of the next step. You got your first win, and it was a beginning to end performance where you saw a game out and got a result. So that next big leap is to just kind of go out and stand on the team. Yeah. You know, and, and 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 like I said, just impose yourself on the team and and just looking at kind of the, the schedule, you know, the next few games, that, that that's the one that jumps out at you. Yeah, do. yeah. No, I mean Colorado has, has been poor. 
so I, I, I do think that the, that that one is definitely there for the taken. For sure. Um, so let's talk a little bit more about the New York game. We got to see Keegan Rosenberg get, get back was, on the pitch, not kind of the way we wanted to see. Yeah, and, you know, I think we, we talked about this last week, and, you know, I thought – I thought that they might bring him back this week, and they they didn't. They stuck with Ray Ray Gattis for another start. Mm-hmm. Um, I I disagreed. You know, I think you know you, you let Rosenberry sit for two games. Uh, you know, which I thought was the right move. You know, I, I he started the season slow. The, the the game wasn't there. I don't know if it was him mm-hmm. thinking about it too hard. If it was, I, know, I think it was a combination. Was a I, I think not having a you know guy like Yarrow next to him who he has a good relationship with, and maybe having the immobile. A little more immobile, Gucci and Yewu next yeah. to him, and maybe covering a little extra ground defensively that he hadn't been covering. And you know, he's a, he's a year. You know, he's this is his second year. He's not sneaking up on people. I mean, I, yeah. there, there's tape on him now, and they know. You know, a lot of guys know his tendencies, and it, it you know it takes a while for a young guy to adjust. Yeah, no, and I and I thought Ray Ray played well in the 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 Ray's two, Ray, the two games. We know what Ray exa- can do. Exactly. We, Ray's Ray. I th- I I'm with yeah. you 100. He's gonna on this he's gonna kind of run up and down the, the flank and uh, who was uh, you know they talk about Gaddis Island. He's gonna go out there and he's gonna he's he's, he's gonna play really solid defense and but he doesn't give you barely anything on four. And you saw what the dimension that Keegan gives you when he's out there, where he's able to combine with his teammates. I thought him. I think him and Pontius look really natural together. Yeah, yeah, I thought yeah. so too. And it's it's not a guy that he's played a whole lot with because no, we saw they, Chris on the left a lot last year. All right, and he they just really connected and were able to, you know, he gets he gets involved. You know, was saying off mic, but he gets involved like going forward and you know not just kind of run up and down a flank, but connecting in, in, in like a triangle or you know you're moving up, you're moving the ball, you're, you know you're, you're passing. I thought one of the things that I really was happy to see him do uh, was um, when he got caught up the field. It was once or twice. It was definitely mm-hmm. once, maybe twice against the Red Bulls, and uh, the Union lost possession, and he was able to pressure and get the ball back mm-hmm. in in the the offensive third of the Red right. Bulls, which I which I thought was was really good. And that was that was something that was missing earlier in the season where right. he was getting caught up the field and they weren't able to get the ball back, was, and then it was jailbreak down yeah, the and that down was, the that was Union probably, right. That was probably a confidence thing. I think he trusts himself a little. I I think if he would lose the ball early in the year, he was you know just I don't, I don't want to say giving up, but maybe just not in the right headspace to, right. to to kind of turn around, put that pressure on. But now I think you know just watching those two and a half games from the bench. Yeah, he's he's a guy that's got to play. I mean, he's he's one of your most valuable players. I think so he's I mean, one of yeah. your most you know, valuable pieces. He was the All Star last team. year. He was a men's national team call up uh, in the January camp. And like you said, we we know what we're going to get out of Ray Gaddis. We've I think we've seen the limit mm-hmm. of Ray Gaddis. I, I I I don't think after five years in the league that there's going to be another step up. No, I mean, and and I think he's a perfectly serviceable yeah, he's player a fi- for MLS. He's a fine MLS citizen, but. I think that the the, the the stock for Keegan can go even higher. Yeah, so I, 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 I agree with you for sure. Um, it, it doesn't look like we don't know the, the situation with Ray yet this week. It seems like he got a, a cleat right. to the shin from what uh, the guys were saying on the presser today, um, which is usually something that you can you can play through after right, a couple of days it's off. A, it's a bruise, and yeah, it goes away. Might eventually, be uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, so we'll we'll see how that goes. But you know, I think I think Jim might be forced into the change that I think a lot of us want yeah. to see, which is Keegan coming back to start it right back. And he's not going to have the services of Derek Jones for a while. Yeah, ah, right, good good on Derek though. I mean, for sure, uh, I mean, it deserves that he's heading to the uh, U twenty World Cup. Yeah, I think, and I think they flew out today. 
I think I, I think, think the so. team, yeah, or their the camp is getting together today. Yeah, and, um, and I did hear I did hear today that Austin Trussy is with them despite not getting the official. Call. Oh, okay. Well, they, that's, they that's t- good they for t- Austin. They, they took yeah. him as one of the the backup center. Yeah, backs. and I, I think Curtin said that he was speaking to Tom Ramos, who's the U uh, twenty uh, uh, coach that. Um, he, he's Austin's the guy, one of the guys looking at if there's an injury in defense. So he's he's probably, and, and you know, I haven't seen a ton of Austin yet because he's been down with Bethlehem. But all the reports you read are he's he's, yeah, he's his star is rising, and yeah. you know we've seen Derek, we know what Derek can do, and yeah, it's it's going to present some interesting uh, conundrums for it, the yeah. union lineup though. So. It kind of blows what I want to do, but uh, yeah, <laughs> tactically, I was I was uh, messaging with a, a good friend Adam Khan uh, that, and he was making the point he, he, both on the podcast and some of the stuff he's written that the union are really almost running a four one four one, and I was like, well, just do that then, flip flip the triangle, you know, yeah. put put Derek at that at the anchor spot, the one spot in front of the back four, and you have Harris and, and Bedoya. Next year, because they're kind of doing that anyway, but they're doing that with Harris as the deeper guy. And I'd like to see him a little farther forward where he doesn't have to defend as much, where you have Derek, who is a defensive midfielder by trade, and he he can do more than that, but he could sit there and screen the back four and kind of break up plays and, and, and get the ball off off the uh, off the center backs and get it to get it to Harris who could dist- distribute because, uh, you know, it's the same conundrum. This team doesn't have a number 10. Yeah, um, you know I think um, there there are other options with Derek away though. I yeah. mean, you, you do have Warren Craval, uh, who yeah. you know I think, I think and, we've and, all been and, really impressed with Derek Jones to yeah. start the season. I think, and I think he gives you quite a bit more going forward. Yeah, than, but in short, than Warren does in short spurts. Warren's fine. Yeah, Warren, Warren could you know he's 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 smart enough guy on the field to uh, uh, to to play that position to do what needs to be done. He does. He's not the he doesn't get the ball forward as well as Derek, and uh, he doesn't have the size that Derek has. Right. But, but I think he, you know, he has he, he's you know a really good ball pursuer. I mean, he 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 gets on the you know gets on the ball carrier a lot, and he can break a play. So if you're in that position, you you can put Derek back there. Yeah, no, I think so. I'm uh, sorry, uh, Warren. I mean, Warren back there. Yeah, uh, it'll be it'll be interesting to see how it works out because uh, it seems unclear of what the situation with Roland Allberg is going to yeah. be this week too. Who picked up? I think it was like a was it a Quad yeah, it was a, I think it was a quad injury. He came out. Uh, That's how Derek got on the field in New York against New York. Um, and they're saying uh, Najem. Yeah, he's in contention. To start. It's contention. Who's been, he's been down with? He's another guy down with Bethlehem, and he's probably. And I don't know all the guys playing at Bethlehem, but kind of full roster wise, he might be the only real think closest thing to a number ten they have. Yeah, no, he's probably <laughs> the clearest number ten on the whole team, right? Uh, so, <laughs> which I don't know what that means, but yeah, I don't know what that says. Um, no, it'd, it'd be interesting, and you know, I said this to you in the the emails that we were yeah. talking before. You know, the the bar at the number ten position for the union this season is pretty you low. Don't have one. It's you, pretty you, low. You don't have one. You're you're just putting somebody in that spot. That yeah, you know, it definitely you know, it didn't work with Bedoya there. Yeah. Uh, Alberg's not Alberg's a number not 10. been tremendous there. I thought he it was better against New York, but um, yeah, a little better. Um, but he's. You know what? What, this, this, what the union need in the the ten is not something that Alberg is going to give you as the guy that's connecting things and I, making yeah, passes I, I, in the I, final third. I think third. That, that goes back to what I've been saying, where they can't impose themselves because they don't have that guy right. 
that can dictate the pace of a game. They right. don't have, you know, a Clark Barnett, the Tricky Barnetta. You know, they don't have a guy that, you know, puts his foot on the ball and can kind of direct things. Uh, you know, Harris, Harrison's that guy. He's, he's a deep lying playmaker. I mean, that's what he is. He's, yeah. he's closer to that guy. No, it'd it'd be interesting to see if uh, if they do roll out Najem and and what he can what he can do. Like I said, the the, the ten position they have they haven't gotten much out of it. Right. You know, I know I know Alberg scored the the two goals against Montreal from that position, but um, you know, in terms of the the movement on the ball and and, and directing play, yeah. there's not been a lot of that from I, that I, position. I, I, I put Herbers there for a game. I mean, he's he's comfortable in the center. He's not. A ten any more than anybody else is on this team, yeah. but I think he he's just getting him in some space behind behind a striker. I mean, he can open kind of you know he can open things up a little bit and being yeah. in the center, and you know you can always on a t- number ten. I mean, none of the other guys haven't been running out there are either, so why not? Yeah. I don't disagree, um, <laughs> and I and I thought I thought Fabian Herbers was good when he when he came into the match on Saturday. Yeah. I thought I thought his movement was really good. He ended up with the the secondary assist on Sapong's second goal. Um, you know, I've been I've been clamoring to see a little bit more of him. I think I think he started the season, uh, you know, probably not up to his standards. There was there was not yeah, but but, but you're not getting anything did. out of anybody. Though. Yeah, no, I mean, nobody I mean, did. Nobody started the season well. Yeah, and it's it's I mean, tough El to pick. has not had anything going for him. Yeah. I haven't been really terribly impressed with Fafa Paco in the last two games. Where um, he started. He's 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 a mystery he's to me. He's very fast. He's fast. He's got a lot of speed, and I don't know if I love him starting. I I, I think his role might be right now. Just kind of a situational sub where he can come in and you know up a goal, down a goal. He's a guy that can run, run at fullbacks and yeah. pin him back, and you know make make kind of diagonal runs at center back at center backs and get them kind of moving just with his speed and, and his quickness close in. Uh, you know he hasn't shown me a ton as a starter yet, so I, I'd maybe like to see Herbers go back into the starting position. You see Fafa. He can come in for either wing and just just use that speed to. I like this plan. Yeah, just use that speed late in the game, just to you know go at tired defenders and maybe create a little space for other people. I didn't I didn't catch from the the uh, open practice today who was training with the first team. Did you? Uh, I did not. I know they say Najem's in the mix, so uh, he probably got a few looks, yeah, a few reps with the open. Uh, with but I don't the, I don't know team. I don't know if it was uh, if it was Paco or Herbers that was was running with that first right. group. It'll be interesting to and uh, Yarrow still I know Yarrow's still working on the yeah, side. Yeah, they said he's, that, no, they said uh, well, yeah, he's working on but, the side. He's just so. about back to yeah. full training, which is nice to hear. They said that he's going to get some time with Bethlehem. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, hopefully that happens in the next yeah. week though, and you'd like to see him back featuring with the team soon. It'll be interesting to see how he fits in though. I mean, <laughs> you've had such a uh, you've so many center backs available. <laughs> you know, I mean, Rich Richie was out last week with uh, apparently a really nasty illness. Yeah, lost seven, <laughs> seven pounds. Pound. Man. Oh, I mean, man. Richie, Richie's not like a big guy. No, I mean, no, he's, he's tall, but like he's, 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 he's not, yeah, he's he's, guy, he's kind of wiry. He's not yeah. like he's not a bulky guy like Gooch. Yeah, so hopefully, I don't want what that was. No, no, that was See, that sounded that like sound similar fun. to what El Senio had too. And neither that sounded fun. Yeah, but uh, um, it's a shame because it broke his consecutive start streak, was which was pretty right, long. Yeah. In, I think in the forties. Um, I yeah. mean, look, look, and looking at that that back four that started the game last week, I don't think it was a back four that anybody anticipated at seeing this at all at any right. point this season. Or which you was, you certainly would have bet that bet on that back four keeping, keeping a, a clean keeping sheet. a clean sheet. Yeah, but it, hey. you know, I thought I thought Gooch was good, and I thought Jack Jack Elliott has been one of the surprises of the season. He's, so he's far. growing. I think he's growing every game. He's he seems 
Uh, he, he seems like a confident guy. Uh, he's he's pretty mobile for a guy his height. I mean, yeah. he's, he's another guy. He's kind of like Richie. He's real lean, but yeah. he's, he's 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 really tall. But he's he's pretty he's pretty good on his, with his feet and kind of getting the ball forward. I'm I'm gonna go back to something that I, I started last season and I'm sticking with this mm-hmm. is that. Josh Jarrow, I think, could still be one of the best number sixes in the league. Yeah. And especially yeah. you're in a place right now where Derek Jones might be gone for a couple of weeks. Uh, out, I, yeah. I, th- I think that there's a there's more of an upside to Jarrow at the six than there is Warren Cabal. Um, just the, the, the passing range. It's, yeah, that's the thing. He's he's such a good passer, and maybe he just doesn't have that height and getting, getting him – out of that, yeah, you know, out of the spot where he's I mean, that's battling. It, like, you know, watching him play center back last year, I, I didn't think that there was too many games where you, yeah. you watched a striker out muscle him or right. win every head ball over him. So, I, you know, I, I don't think that it's impossible for him to be a center back in this league. I thought I thought he was very good as a rookie center back last year, mm-hmm. and, and that there's there's plenty to build on there. Just but going on what's available right now, I I, I don't think it hurts to try him in that six. I I really don't. Uh, be interesting. I mean, Jim, Jim is not. You know, Jim has been very insistent. That so, it's so not is the player. Happen. So, so is Josh. Josh so, is very insistent. He's a center back, and yeah. that's kind of. But what, you know what, though, when when it's time and you want to get on the field and you don't know if yeah. the, the, he'll fit back right into the center back pairing, you just want to play. So yeah, and he's yeah. you know, um, I guess what what happens? I mean, Richie will theoretically be healthy for the game on Saturday. Mm-hmm. As long as long. Hopefully, <laughs> um, he's not. He's not so having quarantine anymore. Does he, does he come straight back in? If is that going to be? I is it going to be Richie and, and Jack Elliott? I, I think it's Richie and Jack again. Yeah. I, I, if I was betting, I think I think Gooch. I mean, he played well, but uh, you, you just get the feeling that Gooch is uh, Gooch is kind of your emergency guy yeah. at, the, at this point. I, th- I think they're they're confident enough in, in Jack, and he gives you a little more again. Like I said, distribution out of the back than, than Gooch does, and, and maybe a little more, at this point in Gooch's career, at Jack's probably a little more, a little more athleticism right now. Yeah, no, that, it's going to be interesting. And when and when Yarrow comes back, you know, I imagine that you know he's not going to come straight back into the the eleven, but someone's going to have to get dropped out of the eighteen for him to come back yeah. and at least make the bench, and that's probably going to be Gooch, I think. Again, yeah, you know, I think I, mean, I think there'll be a. I think you're going to end up with a rotation of the the third center back, where it might be Gooch on some days. Such and it a might log be Yarrow, of, might be Elliot. You got this log jam all of a sudden at, at, yeah. at center back with Yarrow. If Yarrow comes back healthy, you got Gooch, you got Jack who's playing very well, and you still got all trusty in your system. He's probably a guy for ne- for next year, but still, he's he's the guy you're projecting. Look, can, can I ask a hard question here? So we're we're talking about. Four center backs here. We're talking about yeah. Richie Marquez, Aguji, and Yeo, Josh Yarrow, and Jack Elliott. Mm-hmm. Can you rank them one through four? <sighs> who you think is is the top right now? Right now, today, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, probably, let's just go with Yarrow. Be, Yarrow is being healthy. Yarrow's say say Yarrow three weeks from now. I would probably rank them. I'd probably rank him Richie number one, just because he's played so long and so consistently with the team. And just knows kind of does everything you need him to do. Is he is he the best in the league? No, but he's the best for what you need him to do. Yeah, and yeah, he's he's a metrodome. He goes out there, he does what he does, and he's you know one of the better tacklers in the league. Healthy Yaro's number two to me because he's still he's still young. I think he's still learning MLS, but he he just gives you that that passing dynamic and. Just you know, just so good on the ball, and 
I think combines really well with Keegan when Keegan's out there and combines with other people. And I'd put Jack ahead of Gooch just because, again, you know, Gooch has the smarts and all that, but Gooch is kind of a little bit on the other side of it right now. Yeah. And he's been great. He's been done, again, got everything he asked for, but Jack just, he's better on the ball. He's a little more athletic. Um, you know, the strength thing, I think, you know, Gooch is probably one of the strongest soccer players I've ever seen. Just, yeah. He's built like a, He's built like an American football player, you know. He's not he's a gridiron player, um, but I, yeah, I would, I would just, I would just give Jack the edge right now. Yeah, no, I, I don't, I don't think you're, you're wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think I'll be interested hearing from, from others if, if, uh, if you guys want to give us a shout on Twitter yeah. or comment on, uh, on PSP. Uh, what, what are your feelings on those four center backs right now, and, yeah. and where, where do you put them? Because um, I'm not sure. You know, I think uh, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. Know, I think it'll be, I don't think it'll be an interesting conundrum when. Uh, yeah, they're really deep in that spot. All when of a when Yaros fully healthy. So the European leagues are starting to shut down. Yeah, uh, we're heading. You know, we're, we're going into the home stretch there. Arsenal got a win today. Thank you. <laughs> Top four, baby. We're doing it. We're gonna do it. anyway. Uh, you're going to keep linger uh, when you make top four. I know. Just, just you I know, know. Digging your I own know. grave here. I know. I know. I know. Um, anyway, so that means the window opens up. Yeah. Are we? We've talked about this a little bit before. Um, and assuming they're going to continue to askew both Latin America and MLS, you know, we're, we're trying to get Ernie in, in here for an interview. We're hoping next week or a couple of weeks. We've been kind of negotiating with the team for that, but it's definitely hey, Botterford. If you're listening, <laughs> send them on in. That's definitely a question, you know, to put to Ernie, obviously. Yeah, and no, I'd be, I'd be who knows how he answers it. it. But do we, do we see reinforcements coming? God, I hope so. Uh, you know, we can we can celebrate the win this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was it was certainly nice to get the monkey off the back, but uh, I still think the team is two to three players away from getting back into mm-hmm. playoff contention. I think you need to address the number ten position. Uh, you know, I still think that they're light a striker, uh, a really yeah. good dynamic they, number they, nine they, they, type striker. Yeah. You know, you, you have CJ, who's kind of the the bull in the china shop kind of guy, who's going to get in close mm-hmm. and win your headers and try to knock balls down. Uh, I don't. I don't think that Jay Simpson fits into this team with a lone striker set. No. So I'm not sure where that's going to go. Uh, hopefully Jay Simpson proves me wrong at some point, and that's a, a whole bunch of goals. I think we'd all, we, none of us would mind seeing that, but I, I don't see it coming, unfortunately. No. Um, <laughs> you know, and then, you know, I think, you know, I, definitely those two positions, I think you, you could use uh, some more wing play. I, th- I, think, I know we have a lot of wingers, yeah. but we haven't seen a lot from I, I, our wingers. I, I think the top three positions you need are the number ten, the number ten, and the number ten. Because yeah. I think, yeah, it's just this system is just crying out for that guy. And and again, it goes back to what I said: dictating play. They can't do that. They just can't do it right now. Yeah, because they don't have that one piece. And if they could get a guy to, to come in and. He's kind of the guy. Everything kind of funnels through. That's that's. I think that'll help. will make him a playoff team. Hopefully, 
Yeah. I mean, they, they dug themselves a bit of a hole with this start. There's, there's yeah. no, there's no denying that. Yeah, I mean, that's. The, I mean, going back to talking about the upcoming schedule, I think they have to go on a run right now. Yeah, oh, yeah, I for think sure. I mean, if they if they have any chance of clawing their way back into this, otherwise, it's going to be a bit of a lost season where you're 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 picking up consolation points here and there, and, and yeah. maybe hoping to knock off some some of the teams above you. Um, but yeah, you know, I I I, I, th- I think. The ten, they have to get the ten. Yeah, I, I think ha- if they get that, I mean, they have to be shopping for that. Yeah. I mean, you, you, and you look at how it can change a team too. If you, you look at the current MLS champions with Seattle mm-hmm. and what they did in the in the yeah the, in the window last year, in the window last year, um, and that that changed the, the their team. You know, you know, I think pro- maybe the the coaching change probably had an influence there too. Yeah, but you know, I think it was a bigger thing to get Ladero in. Oh, for sure, um, and. It's it's just rough because you look at and we talked about the salary structure right now, and you have like was that one point two million tied up between Jay Simpson and, uh, and and Mo. You know Mo's not playing for you, and and the other thing is, even if Mo comes back, I'm not sure where he fits right now. Uh, are, I, are you putting Harris on the bench? Uh, no. Are you are you, put, are you are you putting Bedoya on the bench? I, I don't I don't know I I'm gonna worry about that problem when right. it comes because I don't know if it's he ever gonna more, come yeah yeah, yeah. I, I mean I'm operating on the assumption that he's probably not gonna play I I don't know I mean for, you don't for hear, a long time yeah I mean, every time Jim gets asked he's I mean that that'll be a, it's basically no change there's yeah. no change with Miles yeah just just about every time he gets asked yeah so I mean that'll be that'll be I think that's a good problem to have is if, you know you have three guys mm. that you really like in those positions and it maybe gives you a chance to. Uh, yeah. To rotate some of those guys so, here and so there. So just just with all that money kind of tied up with Simpson can't get off the bench and Mo in his you know situation, which we all feel bad about. I mean, it's yeah, rough. It's not, rough. Yeah, it's, no, it's a rough no, spot exactly. to be in. We're not criticizing. Mo. Yeah, it's a rough spot to be in. But you know, just from a cold hearted business standpoint, you have it's a big chunk of change tied up with not a lot of results right now. Yeah. Um, well, let's let's talk about. This is related to that, um, and it happened after we did the show last week, which was yeah. uh, we got an email from Jay Sugarman at the Philly Soccer yes. page, <laughs> which was really interesting. It was. Uh, um, I was that was very unexpected. Yeah, you know, it was. The, the tone was interesting. I thought the tone of the email was interesting, where he kind of you know did the old Bill Clinton, "I feel your pain." Yeah, uh, I mean, he needed to say that. I think that was yeah. the least of what. Had to be said in that letter of at least being empathetic to to what union fans are going through, and you know, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I I thought Dan's letter was was perfectly fair. Yeah, uh, I I didn't, you know, I I think, you know, if you want to look at the way that the union spends within the league, you know, they're they're towards the middle, so you're not the the cheapest team in the league by by a stretch, but you know, you look too. There's one designated player mm-hmm. lining up for you every week in the fourth biggest media market in the. Right. The country, you know, and you have a, a, a statement from Ernie Stewart that said last week that Jay has never said no to them. Right. So why is he not in there asking for more designated players? I mean, clearly Wayne you... Rooney. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> We're starting that rumor here. We're starting that rumor. Yeah. But no, you, you're if if Jay, you know, te- you got to test that. <laughs> if he if he never, you know, if he never said no to you, then you walk in there and say. Wayne Rooney, or say, yeah, I mean, you, you don't want to, you know, like, and or, I, and or I understand, someone like you know, that. Ernie, Ernie makes the point, you know, he's like, you, you don't want to spend 
just to, to bring in an expensive player has got to be the right guy. Right. Clearly. Fine. No, fine. And I'm very just, much clearly. And I'm just using Wayne. But, but can he be a very? Like, but can that that player that fits into this system be a very expensive good player? Because right. that's what we need. I think you know it. It'll bring some of the fan base back around mm-hmm. to see. Oh, okay. You know they're 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 bringing in a high level number ten. Because, that's exciting. Because I know we, we you know some of the guys you bring in. It's like oh well, this guy doesn't really put you know backsides in the seat that guy but and i'm just using this guy wayne as an example because there's making noise he's leaving he's probably going to china and making you know 10, know. 10 million dollars a game or whatever the, the teams are in china are paying them paying players over there now but a guy like that and for a team that's you know like we just talked about the last few games attendance isn't even quite there and the interest is you know the buzz is it's not buzzing right now and I, I think he could still do it on the field, especially in MLS. I think when we're, a guy like that, yeah, you know, again, this is just a name that I'm using, you know, as an example. I mean, he scored. He scored. What does he have? A, hand, a handful of goals, five yeah. maybe for but Manchester a, United this year. So. Guy like that, yeah, for in a really it's a little, role. little bit more pedigree than Jason. <laughs> and you gotta say, you know, watching just as a, as, as a sidebar, watching a Jose Mourinho team. If you're not winning trophies, you're basically watching Stoke. Yeah. God. Man, <laughs> I mean, you. Well, I was I was talking about this with a, a friend of mine today. That's a United yeah. fan. That we were talking about the Arsenal game yeah. over the oh last weekend. I mean, like United fans have to be just yeah. disappointed to yeah. watch something like that. I mean, you know, you watch you know those past United teams with you know Skulls and Giggsy and, and just yeah. like you know. I mean, it, it, would, have, it, it, would, it would have been Titans yeah. with Arsenal. Right, and, right. So. I mean, you know, so Alex Ferguson, he could lock he could lock it down and defend when he had it to, but yeah. they had it, when he had to, but they had enough guys with flair and, yeah. and things there's like not, that. There's not there's not a lot of flair in this United team outside no. of maybe like a guy like Rashford. So you know, <laughs> going back going back, but you know, I digress. I think, you know, Rooney Rooney can play at MLS. I, I don't yeah. I don't I think he's got some stuff left in the tank. I, yeah. You know, I think he'd be a good fit for this league. But he'd be a Robbie Keane type player. Yeah, I mean, there's oh yeah, I mean, there's there's other guys out there in that range at 31, 32, or. You know, there's maybe, whole, yeah, there's a whole know, range of them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's and a guy that could put, seat, you know, somebody could put, you know, people in the seat. Somebody could put the ball in the net. Yeah, the, no, the, that, that would be that would be huge. Um, I do, I do want to get to this because I got a, an email about this from my my good friend uh, Mike Holland, who uh, is a mm. guy I played soccer with for about a decade. So many, so many West Philly FC guys. My my old rec team still involved in soccer in the city. Yes. Um, he wanted to uh, to ask us about Shep Messing's comments, uh, which were were pretty interesting. And I, you know, we're talking about I, I, we're talking about transfers, and we're you know, I think that that brings up, you know, Ernie Stewart and Chris Albright, and you know, if they're faults or if they're if they're just um, miscues on some of the guys they've signed so far. But you know, you you look at guys like Elsino, Roland Alberg, Jay Simpson. Mm-hmm. You know, they've been relatively expensive players that have not brought in the 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 statistical numbers that you'd like to see. And they're on a, a fair bit of salary. Um, so, I mean, I realize we're only a year and a half into the, the Ernie Stewart. <laughs> right. But, and, and we've talked about this in the past. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's concerning. It's definitely something that, yeah. you know, we'd, when Ernie comes on, we could talk to, you know, are they getting the bang for the buck? Yeah. But I, I think, first of all, one thing I'd like to say is that Shep Messing was a jerk for doing it on the 90th minute radio show. Mm-hmm. That was a classless move. And he's never going to be welcome back on that and, show. And, and you know, he did to, to Carl Chirk and Carl's a nice guy. And him and 
you know, according to Carl, him and Shep have known each other, you know, back from the original NASL days. Yeah, but, I mean, the 90th minute radio show is, is, you know, it's not the place to make criticism. You know, if you want to, if you want to come on our lovely podcast, yeah, but, you know, we, we've. Got... But the flip side, if I was on, a, you know, the the Red Bulls radio equivalent, I wouldn't go on there and start, you know. Slam, right. slamming that. Well, it just didn't you're, seem like the place. You're for me. person. All guys are idiots. I would. I. I. I mean, it's, 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 I mean, Chef's been around a long time. There's kind of a yeah bit of professionalism. You, you know, but, but, you know, a little professional courtesy. You, you would think would be extended there. Yeah. And 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 I, I. The thing is, I I don't think it's an unfair criticism. I just I didn't like where it was done. Um, yeah. And I I heard that he and, yeah I heard that he doubled down on it when he was calling the game mm-hmm, mm-hmm. against the union. Uh, I didn't watch it with the, the Red Bull commentary. No, no. I watched it back the other day with, with the, the union commentary on. Um, so I, it's, it's interesting. I don't, I, like I said, I don't necessarily disagree with the sentiment that, that Chris Albright and, and Ernie Stewart have not been a successful tandem in bringing in players right, yeah. right now. I, I, you know, I think there's there's time for that to change. You know, yeah, and, it, and we're, like you said, we're, you're in a, you know, we're in the middle of the plan or we're in the early stages of the plan. Yeah. And there's... I mean, I, I, I personally, I point to the Simpson signing. He's, you know, you gave a guy a pretty hefty ticket and doesn't look like he's a guy for your system. Yeah. I mean, that, that's, I mean, that's one criticism early on, at least you, you can point to. I mean, Alberg, you know, he's, he's been kind of hot and cold. He's contributed. And when he's hot, he's hot. When he's not, he's, you know, you're not sure what's going on with him. But yeah, yeah I mean, you could, yeah, <laughs> I, I I think there's you know criticism that could be levied. Yeah, for sure. Okay, I think we agree though. Yeah, uh, but yeah, you know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I don't know if Shep listens to the podcast. What do you think? I'm, well, I'm we'll find out. Think, yeah, we'll definitely find yeah. out. Uh, so let's wrap it up there. We got to do predictions uh, for the DC game. I'm gonna say one one. I'm gonna go one one. I think CJ and. Uh, Sebastian score. How does that sound? For uh, things, C- yeah. CJ. I don't. CJ, I, don't I mean, I, it's gonna I, happen. I, I love Latou. It's gonna Latou's happen. A classy guy. I, I, oh, it's, it's gonna happen. Yeah. You know it. I know it. God, you know, he's he's you know he he left everything. Every indication. I mean, he still loves the fans. Loves the city. I still. Keeps a home in the in the area, I believe. His his you know his lovely wife is from the area, it's, but it's so he's not happy how he left. And it's, that, that's I wouldn't every, be I, everything you hear, he was not happy about that. I, it's, and it's been so disappointing to you. I, you know, I think I, I don't remember which uh, DC writer it was last week that posted a, a blog post about you know Latou. Not they didn't expect him to be part of the the eleven or part of the the, the goal scoring in DC a lot this year, and he's mm-hmm. he's made a, a place for himself because that's, what, that's he what he does. That's exactly. what he does, and, and, and you just you think about it here, and you know we we talked about this with Adam last week that you know the union haven't been great about you know maintaining MLS talent on the team, mm-hmm. and that was just that was the perfect guy that you wish was still around. You know, we've talked about him he's, a different, and he's the, the intangible side of things where he was a guy that the fans loved, mm-hmm. that gave it all every game. He's a Philly-type guy, you know, blue-collar yeah. worker. And just ran his put roots off. down and loved the area. And, yeah. Um, and he could get out of bed and get you a goal. I mean, yeah, he's just one that, of those guys. That's the other thing of it, too. It's just yeah. like, you know, he was he's he's good for that. You know, yeah, he's, he, he's he, a known quality in MLS. He'll get you a goal. And you just watch his game, and you, you don't know where it comes from. You know, <laughs> because he's not, like, a purely gifted guy. He kind of has that... Weird running yeah. style, and you know he's he's not super great in the air, and but he's just he knows how to get to the goal, and there's there's an art to that, and there's a value to that, and and, and people 
uh, you know, uh, some people around here write him off every once in a while. Some people, you know, in the league, I think, have written him off. But you know, he's he's got over fifty goals in the league. You know? yeah. <laughs> and and it's it's yeah. I'm, I'm hoping it, it, I'm, I, wouldn't, he wouldn't be bad if he was still around. Let's no, put it that way. I, I wish him nothing but success yeah. in DC, but maybe not this weekend. Yeah. All right, so I think we'll wrap it up on that. Hopefully, we're gonna we'll probably be back next Tuesday. We'll be taping next Tuesday, probably ready for Wednesday to help you pregame for the uh, uh, Colorado games. That's next Wednesday, correct? Yes. Yes. Uh, I think I'm right. Anyway. Yes. Uh, so you know, we'll get you guys ready for that, and uh, so definitely check it out. Hopefully, we'll have a guest on one of the many people we're trying to get this week. Just kind of you know some scheduling issues, but we'll work all that out, and then we'll catch everybody next week.